The Comedy Forecast Network. Let's dog ear that for now. This is the 2023 Comedy Forecast Podcast Spectacular, brought to you by the fantastic Patreon patrons. Thank you. Why not join Howard, Steve, Bryn, and the other amazing individuals who support the show for as little as a dollar a month? This year's original 20-chapter story is called Big Shot. To hear it from the beginning, go to ComedyForecast.com slash 2023. And remember, Comedy Forecast is all one word, with the number four. Now, here's chapter 13. Trouble finds Detective Hart. Previously in our story... Cap relayed as best he could the phone conversation he overheard coming from a room at the Venus Arms Hotel and Towers. The voice was that of the mysterious stranger who is in town searching for Danny Hillcrest. He said that even if Danny's hiding, he's going to find him and take care of him. And if there are any witnesses, he'll take care of them, too. That did not sound like good news for Danny, but it was not enough evidence to take to the police. Detective Hart, still full of himself after his work on the case of the Waffle Batter Sphere, offered a solution. Why don't I shadow this guy and see what's up? My professional opinion is it's nothing, but it'll help me keep my sleuthing skills in peak condition and ready for a real case. As this chapter begins, Detective Hart is sitting with the stranger at Caprica Coffee. But the stranger has turned the tables, asking Hart if he knows Danny Hillcrest. Listen, I ask the questions around here. Oh? The name's Hart. Detective Hart. Two A's, two T's. Spell it right. Say it right. Detective, you may be the perfect person to help me. Maybe we can work out an arrangement. But first, what do you know about Danny? Plenty. I grew up far away from here. On the mean streets of the city. I don't see what that has to do with... Oh, sure, the name of the place was Sunshine, but it had its dark side, too. For one thing, they jumped the gun on single-stream recycling by two whole days. It was madness. Again, not sure how... I had to get out. So I hopped a freight train and made my way here to the valley. Chasm Valley, that is. At first, I tried my hand at being a cop... Can you imagine me, a cop? I don't really know you, so... But it wasn't long before I had a falling out with the department. Apparently people in this town don't need parking permits for their own driveways. Pretty fancy. But I was a loose cannon who played by my own rules. Cannon rules. And the third time I tagged his car, the chief asked me to turn in my pen and my pad. And my gun. And my badge. And the uniform. They never mention you have to turn in the uniform, do they? And I used to wear it to work. So I had to go home in my underwear. That's when I decided to strike out on my own and become Middling Fair's first private eye. 
The only problem was, this town isn't big on crime. Except in April. Yeah, then this whole town is like some kind of purge. But 30 days of mayhem can't pay the rent all year. The bills were piling up while I just sat there working on my statement of purpose. Let's see what I've got. I promise to provide everyone in town with my detective services. Nailed it. I sure did, but things were still looking grim until that fateful knock on the door of my apartment. Uh, office. Totally separate place. And not an illegal use of a living space. Who said otherwise? Who's there? If you're a bill collector, you have to tell me. It's the law. Nope. Hi, Danny Hillcrest here. A client. Come on in. I love it. Ooh, do I smell yesterday's day-old Chinese leftovers? Sorry, the flat's a bit messy. I mean the office. I don't know why people keep calling it an apartment. What can I do for you, Mr. Hillcrest? Oh, you can call me Danny. My father's name is Mr. Hillcrest, which is an oddly weird first name. But so is Lil. Now, if you're going to openly dilate my eyes, I brought these buck shades to protect me afterwards. Is this pull-out bed the exam chair? Do you mind if we start over again from the beginning? Absolutely. Do you need me to go back outside the door? Look, you knocked on my office. Why do you need a private detective? I give up. Why do I? Wow, this is the oddest eye exam I've ever had. And I once had one on a catamaran. Is that the eye chart in your hand? No, it's my statement of purpose. It was like everything in the room was another cat toy to distract him. And I didn't know if he was house trained. I folded the paper and put it in my jacket. Eye exam? I don't... Oh, I get it. Listen, Danny... I'm not an optometrist. Oh, that's okay. Everyone has their own path to heaven can wait. I'm a private investigator, a sleuth, a Seamus, a private dick. Wow, that was an awkward one to end on. I think it's time for you to leave. I will take your word for that, because I can't see my watch without my glasses. Here's a quick observation. You're not wearing a watch. Of course I'm not. It's at the jewelry store, getting repairingly fixed. Maybe you should go pick it up. I love it. Oh, wait, the jewelry store. The owner was talkingly telling me that something had just been stolen. He was all upset, but he said he didn't want to bring it to the police. Maybe his office is as messy as your apartment. Office. Where is this jewelry store? You just go down the street until you want to turn left. Then, it's about two blocks after that street that sounds like the name of my old pet turtle. So I strolled over to the jewelry store, and I found the owner, a Mr. Wilbert Dunn, in a mild panic. Yes, Detective Hart, I do need some help. Can you be discreet? Discretion is my middle name. Just don't ask me to produce ID to prove it. What happened? A few months ago, Miss Abby Fallmacher, owner of the Venus Arms Hotel and Towers and the Little Wicker Basket Company, Little Wicker Baskets, they're everywhere, everywhere came to me to act as her agent. 
she wanted to commission the sculpting of an exact replica of the Venus de Milo statue for her hotel. And why would this woman do an insane thing like that? Oh, it's well known that Miss Fallmacher called dibs in case the statue's arms are ever located. She has a glass display case right there in the lobby, waiting for them. I don't think that's how it works. A skilled Italian artist sculpted a beautiful replica. He sent me a photograph. Here, have a look. Yes, so tell me, you keep a lot of nudie pictures handy done? What? No, that's the statue. Then he had it shipped here to the store for inspection. Two delivery people put it on the loading dock out back. Even though I always add place on front step to the instructions. No one ever reads my notes. Okay, you're all set. What's the problem? Because the statue is missing. And I don't want to involve the police because I'm sure word would get back to Miss Fallmacher. I need this matter kept quiet. All right, I'll take the case. I charge $50 a day plus expenses. $50? That's not a lot. If it was good enough for Jim Rockford, it's good enough for me. But you need to account for inflation. That was in, what, the 1970s? Now... Assuming a flat 4% cost of living increase every year since You the- go ahead and work on that, Poindexter. Meanwhile, I'm going back to my office to get some equipment. Hey, I didn't call up my apartment. Be- because it's not. Who said it was? Shut up! Can Hart locate the statue? And what does all this have to do with finding Danny? For finely sculpted answers, be sure to come back for Chapter 14. What's past is dialogue. If you like the show, please help spread the word by sharing it on social media. Maybe even right now. You're this show's greatest media influencer. In this episode, as The Stranger, Grant Johnson, voicegranted.com, and the narrator was played by Gary J. Chambers, garyjchambersvo.com. Additional voices, as well as story and music, by Clinton Alvord. Copyright 2023. All rights reserved. See you next time. But for now, that's it. We're done, 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 done. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.